In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Saturday in the second week of Advent. Today being the 11th day of December 2021. Let us together call upon the Spirit of God to dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is now is the day of salvation. Now is the day of salvation. The first reading today is taken from the book of Sirach, chapter 48, from verse 1 to verse 4, and from verse 9 to verse 11b. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 17, from verse 10 to verse 13. In the very first reading, we saw the prophet Elijah greatly appraised. Elijah was described to have arisen like a fire. His word burned like a torch. He brought a famine upon them, and by his zeal he made them few in number. By the word of the Lord he shut up the heavens, and also three times brought down fire. And the, 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 the scripture went on describing the days of Elijah. Why did Elijah do all of this? He did this because the hour of God's salvation came to the people of Israel at his time, and he was, you know, um, provoked to holy anger because he saw that the children of God were not taking adequate advantage of this moment of grace, this moment of mercy, this moment of forgiveness and salvation that he has brought for them. And so Elijah went all out to fight against every form of evil, against every form of idol against every form of paganism, idolatry, adultery, immorality, and ungodliness. And he, in fact, got to the point of going to call for a competition between the adherents of paganism and those of the Jewish faith, those who profess faith in the Creator God, to prove which is the living God. And so he went as far as doing this to convince the people of his time of God's hour of salvation for them. Dear children of God, with all of this, some still fail to see that it was their moment of salvation, like Ahaz and his wife Jabez, who will continue to, uh, I mean, Jezebel, sorry, who will continue in their uncodliness and in their idolatry, even to fight against the will of God and the prophet of God, the instruments of God's divine visitation, God's divine mercy, and God's divine salvation. 
The same issue we saw in the gospel today. The servant, I mean the apostles, the disciples of Jesus asked him. They say that Elijah will come again. And Jesus said, yes, indeed Elijah has come. But they failed to recognize him. They did to him what they did to other prophets. Remember, Elijah was persecuted so greatly. And so the other prophets. And that is the same thing that happened to John the Baptist. He was beheaded for speaking the truth. He came also pointing out to the people that the moment of God's salvation, the day of God's favor has come. But they failed to recognize this. A great number of the Israelites, a great number of the, 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 the children of God as at his time. They continued in their sin. He came to point out Jesus, the Savior of the world. The dawning of the salvation of the world started or came in his fullness in the person of Christ. And John came to make the world understand this, but not many at his time understand, understood it. And that is why they persecuted him and eventually he was put to death. Dear children of God, today too, God is telling you and I at this very moment of the Advent season that the hour of our salvation has come. This is the time of our redemption. This is the time of God's mercy, God's favor. In fact, St. Paul writing to the Corinthians in his second letter, chapter 6, verse 2, has this to say to us. For he says, in the time of my favor, I heard you, and in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. And I want to take this uh, very passage again. St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians chapter 6 verse 2. For he says, in the time of my favor I heard you. And in the day of salvation I helped you. I tell you now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. Dear child of God, have you heard the word of God? What are you doing about it? What are you doing with this time of grace? This time of compassion? This time of salvation? Are you still dragging your feet? Or have you keyed into this season with passion, with zeal, like Elijah would? In the quest to do the will of God and so to see to it that everyone does the will of God. Are you still complaining about your troubles, about your problems? Are you still complaining about the limitations of your preachers and your teachers? Are you still complaining about the governments of the day? Are you still weighed down by the troubles of the world? Are you still weighed down, discouraged by the evil of the people of your generation and time? Are you still, you know, frustrated by the scandals you see, you see, all around you, both in the church and in the secular world and in the civil society? Are you allowing the, the circumstances surrounding your marriage, surrounding your job, 
to weigh you down and keep you away from God still? Do you allow the disappointments you have suffered in the hands of men to becloud your vision of God and to affect negatively your relationship with God? What is it that is still holding you back from taking advantage of this season of grace, this moment of mercy, this day of salvation? God is here for you. And like John the Baptist, like Elijah, I stand to, to speak to you, dear child of God, that this is your moment of divine visitation. Step up. Go beyond the troubles, the challenges of life. Go beyond the scandals you see around you and begin to seek the face of God. Yes, today is the day of salvation. The opportunity God is offering us in this Advent season may never come again. Don't allow this year's celebration of the incarnation of Christ to just come and go like the past ones. Let there be a difference in your life. Work at having yourself truly reconciled with God. And allow God to take care of the world. Allow God to take care of the people around you. Allow God to take care of the circumstances of your life. Allow God to take care of the situations you find yourself in. Your primary duty and responsibility is to know God, is to serve God, so as to be with Him, not just in this world, but in the next. Every other thing He will take care of. I pray for you today that your zeal, your passion for God may be rekindled. That the fire of God that was burning in you in your past years may come back in full and even stronger and greater. That your zeal for holiness, for purity of body and mind will be restored to you again. That your dominion spiritually will be restored to you again. That the oil of God's grace upon your life will be activated again. So that you will begin to flourish in doing the will of God all the days of your life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings. And remember, now is the day of God's salvation.